All right. It is Hey Mando, the show on the Merkle Movie Blog podcast feed where we talk about The Mandalorian. We are in season two right now, getting close to the end. Another year, another season of Hey Mando is almost over, guys. Uh, I am your host, Sean. I'm joined as always by my fellow hosts, Wade. Hey, Wade. Doing good, man. All right. You, you, you doing okay in there? What's going on? I'm, oh, we lost him. We lost him. I'm fighting the resist. I'm fighting the, the resistance. resistance. Yes, we need to bring the the empire back, but, but oh. even better, more Sith lords. Throw out the rule of two. Let's make this thing evil. No more moths, only Sith. Pretty much, yes. Yeah, uh, we are normally joined by Dean, and he was here, but then he froze during the intro, and then he disconnected. So we have lost Dean. I'm sure he'll be back. I'm sure he'll be back. Uh, he, said, he said, don't worry one moment. Sorry. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah. Because uh, so, we need to get his thoughts on, on last yeah. week's episode, which, uh, which while he's doing that, I will amend real quick that okay. upon the fourth and fifth viewing of last week's episode, um, the only issues that I have, which are my issues, is that uh, Rosario Dawson took it out of me or took me out of the show. Yeah. But the, like I said, that's my issue because yeah. of how I perceive her and, and the roles I recognize yeah. her from. But uh, once I watched it more and thought about it more, dude, there was a lot of stuff that we found out in there that I just I did yeah. absolutely love. I still just think if Ashley Eckstein would have been in the role, then I probably would have just loved it. Maybe I'm I'm pretty much right there with you. I. I'm waiting for some explanation on Grogu because I I still don't think that a whole lot of his background makes sense. Um, But I'm I'm cool with the name Grogu now. All it took was this episode. This episode got me back on board. I I, I didn't like the name last week, but this week I'm like, all right, his fucking name's Grogu, whatever. You just just convinced me. Uh, I just changed my mind on something we were talking about right before we started, how... You know, I was like, I'm not going to stop calling him Baby Yoda. And then I told you what our friend Sarah from here at Merck with the movie Club calls him. Uh, And she calls him this because of after finding out his name. Um, But you know what? He does have a name now. So we, I mean, it would be a little bit wrong to call him Baby Yoda. So I'm going to call him what Sarah calls him. I will never take credit for it, but I'm stealing it. Um, Baby Gogurt. Uh, yeah. is the best. I love him. Yeah. So adorable. And I think I love him even more after this episode. I do really like the name Baby Gogurt. I, I, I think if we can get that going around online, I think that's a good nickname for him. You know, we can call him Baby Gogurt. Um, we're, we're hoping to get Dean back in here so that we can talk a little bit about last episode before we get into this episode. I don't want to jump directly in, but I can, I can hit us with a couple things, first of all, which is cool. when we get into the episode, uh, we are going to be talking spoilers the entire time like we have been the last couple episodes. There's really no way around it. Oh, yeah. um, as we get into the latter half of the season, it's getting harder and harder to talk about anything that's not a spoiler. Uh, so definitely be prepared for that. Uh, oh, I don't know. Um, I don't really have anything else that's not this episode or last episode. Well, hey, man, the show must go on, and we can we yeah. can get a really quick okay. recap from him uh, when he gets in, huh? Okay, so let's let's go ahead and start on this episode. Again, we're gonna have spoilers in here. 
Uh, we'll try to not dive too deep into it until hopefully we can get Dean back. But uh, for now, I just wait. What'd you, what'd you think of the episode? Dude, this is hands down my favorite episode so far. Um, I yeah. woke up this morning, uh, but within five minutes of, of my feet hitting the floor, uh, I, I had this episode started. Um, and five minutes after it ended, I started my second rewatch of it so good. and I've watched it three times so far. And I guarantee you, I will watch it a fourth time tonight. Um, and I'm going to watch it at least one more time this weekend. Hands down. This is my favorite episode of both seasons so far. Yeah. It was just, it, it was every time I think that they can't wow me anymore, you know, this just was above and beyond anything I could have ever imagined or expect, yeah. uh, any expectations I could have had. Well, it was like, how do I put this? We've gotten a lot of side quest over the yeah. last two seasons, right? This show, the kind of way that it works is for the most part, we always have side quests and at the very end or somewhere in the episode we'll get a little bit of information they just unload it in this episode like it's it, there's nothing side quest about this episode all of it is completely relevant to the plot everything about it furthers the plot of what's happening in the series it just it, it is the most plot heavy episode and it has the most implications for the future of the series out of anything we've seen in seasons one and two and it goes to show that with this show uh, it does. The, the runtime doesn't fucking matter. Uh, it really doesn't. When it ended, I was like, I was like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. but I mean, I can't complain about it, dude. Yeah. It was, and, and, and that's the one, the reason I can't complain about the short runtimes for the absolute most part uh, for this show is because we're not missing anything. Really? They're just trimming no. the fat. Is all yeah. they're doing. They're trimming all the little BS that doesn't really matter, and it's and, and they're not wasting a single second. And yeah. it just, I just love it, man. I love it so very much. Well, and, and this episode ended like without getting too far into it. It ended at the perfect spot. I mean, I would, yeah. I don't think I'd have wanted. Uh, I, I was sitting actually watching this at like three in the morning. Because um, I don't, I don't know how you do that, man. I tried once, but I couldn't do it. I'm too old. I don't normally work Fridays, so I I I, uh, I don't know. I'll do something. I'll put on Netflix or something to keep me awake, and I'll play a video game for a couple hours. But it was three in the morning. Put on the episode, um, and at the end, I was going, "Give me a little bit more. Give me a little bit more. Give me a little bit more." And then it cut to credits. I was literally saying that out loud to my TV, begging <laughs> for just a little bit more in the middle yeah. of three three thirty in the morning, talking to myself, begging this show. To just that that it has its set runtime, right? It's not going to change. Yeah, it's not like it's yeah. going to be like, you ask, all right, here's like two minutes of the next episode. That's not going to happen, right? It was just me sitting there going, please, 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 don't end, don't end. And it ended, but it ended in the, I think, the perfect spot. Yeah, um, it really did, man. It really did. Um, like I said, I can't complain at all. I It would have been cool to yeah. see more, but there was no need for more. So I can't complain whatsoever. Uh, do we have an update on Dean? Uh, no, we don't. So, okay, let's just roll on, man. All if, right. So hopefully he can. Uh, hopefully he can get back. If not, then uh, you know it happens, man. It, yeah, it happens. Connections, and he's in England, so yeah. you know, 
Yeah. Uh, who knows what's happened in the future, but whatever has yeah. happened <laughs> in about uh, five hours. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so let's, okay. So first of all, the episode, all right, directed by Robert Rodriguez. Yes. Okay. Which, which I was concerned about because everyone assumed this was going to be a filler app. Yeah. And I, I couldn't wrap my head around uh, one having Robert Rodriguez, but not having him do action. And two, if he did action, how was it going to work in this episode? Like the third so to last good. episode. So good. So good. Yes. Uh, written by John Favreau. Uh, before we can talk about the title, because we're going to talk about the title in a second, but first of all, uh, Lucasfilm. I know you guys watch this show. I know you guys are big fans. I know Dave Filoni every Friday at six 30 sits at his computer and puts on Hey Mando to see what Sean and Wade thought about uh, the show. Uh, you guys need to call Robert Rodriguez, whatever he wants to do. What, just give it to him. If he says, you know, I kind of want to make a show. This is a joke I made in the discord. I don't know if you saw it, Wade, but if you want to make a show, that's just like 3000 years, 3000 years in the future. And it's about two droids that are prostitutes. Just give it to him. doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how crazy his pitch is. You give it to him. If he's like, I want to do the older public. Sure. Do it. Whatever. I want to do this. I want to do it. I thought it was incredible. His direction, this episode, uh, ideally I'd love to see him do something like, like a Boba Fett series. Uh, yeah. Or, or even like watching the stormtroopers. Like if he did a show set during the, the, the original trilogy, that's like an, like an action show, like a war show almost right. Following like a squad or do a live action clone Wars show. That's following a squad of clones during the clone wars. Like, we kind of did that with Clone Wars. We followed the five. If you're gonna do that, I'd rather see him follow like stormtroopers, like yeah. like based like not yeah. based on, but like in the vein of uh, Taika Waititi's take yeah. from season one of Sudeikis and the other one. Like yeah. that. What's it like when they're not yeah. always in battle? Like what's it like behind the scenes when they're just hanging out or they're in between, yeah. like waiting for something to do? That would be some good shit. I'd love to see Taika do that show, mm -hmm. but with Robert Rodriguez, I yeah, really want to see right. him do some action. You're you right. Know, I, I, you know, do fucking, I want to see Band of Brothers, hey, but it's go. a, there we go. Santa's in the house, ladies and gentlemen. Oh man, was on the chimney. That was hard. That was <laughs> tough, man. You got down the Welcome chimney back. okay? Yeah, just, all right, it's cool. Gonna... All right, where all are right, we we're gonna backpedal a little bit now, guys. Uh, we are gonna get we're gonna get back into this in a minute. But what I want to talk about right now was last episode because Dean, you were not here last episode. So before Wade and I tell you what our thoughts were, because you didn't watch last week's Hey Mando, because you wanted to talk to us about it, uh, what did you think of the episode? And be careful. Yeah, sorry, I wasn't here last week, guys. Can you believe these guys? They, they said I wasn't a big enough name. They tried to replace me. <laughs> um, yeah, um, I didn't... I, I don't have the connection with the, the animated series or the books. Mm -hmm. I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. Mm -hmm. I thought it was fine. I mean, it was cool to, to see a Jedi. I Or not a Jedi, I guess. I loved all the Kurokawa stuff. Um Calling it the Jedi was a bit weird. I mean, I guess that people who don't know, um, 
aren't going to think anything of it. Yeah. It, it kind of takes it away from what we presumably get. <laughs> Wade's like, don't start him on it, please. I talked about this uh, last week. Wade is, Wade is plural. Jedi is plural also. It's the plural yeah. for, like, they are the Jedi. So yeah. it could have been referring to the Jedi as in any Jedi, just the Jedi in general. But I'm not going to get on that right and now. We, we do know now that Grogu was a Jedi. No, we do not know that. He trained. He was a Jedi. He trained at the Jedi Temple. He might have been a Padawan, yeah. but he was still a Jedi. He, he wasn't a Jedi Knight, but right. He I've was done a the Jedi. math. Done the math yeah. on this, right? And <laughs> he, um, so Grogu would have been there like just before Order sixty six, right? Yeah. So they, and also on the math, Grogu could be Yoda's kid. Possibly, he I think that be would be. A- I think that'd be a little be the, weird. It would be, but it, the math checks out. It could be Yoda. It could be Yoda and Yaddle's kid. Now, Yaddle leaves the Jedi Temple. I know this. I heard this just after yeah. Phantom Menace. Presumably, yeah. the real reason is because people thought it was stupid, and they're just like, "No, don't put her in Attack of the Clones," <laughs> um, because that movie's stupid. But um, so maybe Yaddle and Grogu. Um, because Yoda's like, look, shit's about to go down. You need to get the, you need to get out of here. Yeah. This Anakin um, kid is gonna slaughter some people in the future. I can tell it. Yeah, I can tell. Exactly. <laughs> I told you that, that never go to school in Star Wars, haven't you? No, but, um, no. But yeah, I thought it was fine. Like, so I loved all the um the samurai westerny stuff. I thought Michael Bean's character was the weirdest thing ever. I hated it. I hated it so much. I like, was not a fan. He was just kind of standing there, just like. Eh. I didn't like any of his delivery. I was it to me like uh, just like a little bit of like seasoning of like here's some tombstone for you, like some nostalgia. You know what it seemed to me? It seemed like he was hanging around on set, and somebody was like, "Hey, you want to be in the episode?" And he was like, I guess if you want me to be. And they're like, sure, why not? Like that's it just it didn't it it didn't work for me. <laughs> and um I wasn't uh, I wasn't overly fond of um Filoni's directing of the action. It felt yes, yeah, yeah. very it looked like an animation storyboard, the way the action was like it'd just be like one shot of him and then one shot of a soaker and then did, 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 like back and forth, yeah. like very basic kind of It didn't really have any energy. No, exactly. Um, I will say, though, a little behind the scenes. Normally, here's how it will go. I'll watch the episode, I'll write notes, then I'll watch it again without writing notes. And I went to sit down to that episode and write my notes. And it was all slow and moody. I was like, oh, cool, cool, cool. I went to start writing that it was slow and moody. (laughs) And then, as I, and then, and then boom, we got a smoker yeah. straight in. Yeah. I was like, okay, put my phone down. <laughs> yeah. Long story short, I didn't write any notes. So I was because you know there was a lot to you know it was very story heavy, needed to be followed. Um, but yeah, it was fine. I mean, I I still would have preferred Ashley Eckstein, but yeah. I don't know no. if that necessarily would have made any difference because it would. Still I think been it would have. Even though, because it still would have been Filoni directing her, and there's no way you were going to get that episode without Filoni. I think, yeah. uh, which 
again, this is the thing of Star Wars and like the directors and the creators like getting too attached to things. You know, we see that with like Lucas and Ryan Johnson and stuff. I think the ideal version of that episode would have been a more seasoned director directing it with Ashley Eckstein. Yeah. Would have been my ideal version. Yeah, I agree. I liked it fine. Grogu got a name. It's Grogu. And I don't mind it. People like complaining about it. It's like, come on, man. Like, you run a list of these Star Wars names. It doesn't really stand out. It's fine. I'm blocking Dean so I can't see him on screen. (laughs) (laughs) What's the thing? You guys don't like the name? It's, I wasn't a huge fan of the name. I've gotten over it, but I, I didn't... Well, because I first heard it, and I was like, that's the fucking best you got? Grogu? Which I get that it's difficult, but I, I heard the name, and I, I laughed. Uh, when I So my experience watching the phone... Uh, the phone, well, that's actually was my experience, was watching the phone, Dean. Uh, it was the opposite of yours, where I started watching the episode, and Ahsoka popped up, and I went, oh, no. Uh, I don't like the way she looks. And then she started to talk and I was like, I don't like the way she sounds. I don't like this version of Ahsoka. Oh no. And I was like panicking. And then eventually about halfway through the episode, I was like, I picked up my phone. Cause I, I do the exact opposite. You do. I watch the episode first. I don't touch my phone. Then the second time around, that's when I take notes. Yeah. I did it. Um, yeah, I did it that way around yeah. for this episode. One last thing I'll say on this episode before yeah. we move on. So one of the weirdest things to me is that Ahsoka says, don't, probably probably don't train him. I've seen what happens before when you train somebody with this kind of a, emotion mm-hmm. in them. Obviously, we know she's talking about Vader. So that's pretty yeah. serious yeah. shit, yeah. right? So probably not the best to train him. However, if you do want to train him, <laughs> take him to this place. Just right. don't. Just don't. So, don't tell him where the fucking stone thing is. But obviously, I think it was bullshit. I, I don't think yeah. she gave it. I think she just didn't want to take because because that doesn't that doesn't track with me. Ahsoka going yeah, me connection is bad. Really turned it. You know, she is a reason for turning yeah. it down. Well, I I think it's because she didn't want to take him from Mando. I because Ahsoka would not believe in the whole a- attachment is bad because she was trained by Anakin. She cared about Anakin. Yeah, she in a way she was attached to Anakin. Extreme. I mean, look at what happened in the end of Clone Wars. Sorry, yeah. Dean. Kind That's of spoilers. Very final episode. But sure, she, sure. Was, she was gonna she was gonna join Maul. He was like, look, this bad shit's about to happen. And she's like, you fought, you know what? I think you might be right. And then he goes, all right, we got to kill Skywalker. And she went, Actually, I'm gonna kill you now because you just threatened Anakin Skywalker, and that's a no-no. Um, so it did not track with me in the episode for her to be like, he's it's he's too attached to you, I won't train him. I think she said that because she didn't she knows that the best place for him is with Mando. Um I just kind of has other things she needs to do, like finding I don't know. she didn't need to lead him on that wild well not wild goose chase, but she didn't need to lead him to the rock where as we find out this I, week, things don't go I think it's some right. Jedi bullshit. She's like, on the journey, they're going to discover each other and realize they don't want to leave each other or some bullshit like that. I don't know. She's leaving Jedi... a lot of things to fate. That she's yeah. playing what a little bit. What do you think the Jedi do? <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> True. Although it, she's, she's not a Jedi. The, she's got the knowledge of yeah. hindsight now. She saw yeah. what happened to Anakin. Yeah. And he wasn't just a little bit bad. Yeah. Millions of people were murdered. 
billions of people. Yeah. And this dude is a little Yoda. <laughs> I'm still Come on now, Ashoka. Come on. I'm still really frustrated that she just played along when he was like, you're a Jedi, right? Like my favorite Ahsoka scene is in Star Wars Rebels. She's about to fight Vader. She's like, I'm going to avenge my master's death. And uh, 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 Vader goes, revenge isn't the Jedi way. And she goes, I am no Jedi. And then ignites both of the lightsabers and rushes Vader. And that's like, that is my favorite Ahsoka scene. I think it wraps up everything about her in a perfect tiny little bow. She's not a Jedi. Uh, when she was expelled from the order, she left that life behind and she realized how fucked the organization was. So for her to show up in this episode and it be titled the Jedi, which obviously it could also be referring to Grogu. I think and that was her pushing them on even further to the Jedi. Here maybe, is how you yeah. can contact the Jedi because I'm not one. So here is how you contact the Jedi, and hopefully one will reach out through the Force. That's how I take it. I mean, if you just take the title as kind of, the title is just kind of implying that we're opening the world up to that side of stuff. But it does kind of, again, it's not a big deal if you're not knowledgeable with the stuff. But I don't watch the other, the, um, the animated series. I haven't yet. I'll, I will be one of these people that go back and, because I was yeah. going to anyway. I was, I was, I'm hoping I was trying to get my kid into Star Wars and I was thinking maybe once we finish watching the movies we'll do the animated series but she she fell off the movies I can't get yeah. her back into it oh. um, we 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 did um hope and um empire and I can't really get her to to, to finish it out so I'll mm. end up just watching Clone Wars by myself at some point but this certainly sped up the process um all right very last thing about this um what what about the Thrawn name drop how are you feeling about that is that a little bit too much out of left field no i, mean, I would have found it odd if he was not mentioned i, I mean, just something yeah, but like they're clearly bringing him in to it, it, i don't not think so. of, i don't i think that was the ahsoka spinoff so is the ahsoka spinoff her looking for ezra and oh, i hope stuff? not i hope not i i yeah unless it's animated that's all Animated. I would prefer I mean, animated. I don't want to see unless you recast right now with Ashley Eckstein. I don't. I don't. It was cool to see her in live action. I don't ever want to see Rosario Dawson headline a show as Ahsoka. If she pops up every so often in places yeah. as Ahsoka, I'll live with it. But I really don't want to see the Rebel storyline continued in live action. I'd be extremely disappointed if that. Unfortunately, happened. I think the fact that they cast Rosario Dawson. Yeah, pretty much guarantees that she's getting a, a series. Yeah. You wouldn't if it was just for one episode or little appearances here and there. You wouldn't have. You would have just kept no. Ashley Eckstein. Yeah. Um, basic. She's probably cheaper. Yeah. Um, and you, you, you want Rosario Dawson? She, she's exactly the kind of level of actress that you would have headlining a show like this. Yeah. Um, so I think that's pretty much signed. Yeah. And ready to go. I'll just have to live with it. <laughs> I'll watch it. You know, I, I want to yeah. see. I've, I like everything that I hear about Thrawn. Um, well, so I'm down. I'm down for all of that stuff. It sounds great, and it it'll fill in some of those gaps, maybe from between Rebels and this, and yeah, maybe beyond this as well. And you know, then there's chances for other kind of cool side characters from lore that 
wouldn't necessarily fit in Mando. Could yeah. fit in, you know, I've always, you know, so yeah. Well, Wade and I talked about this, and I think we agreed on this that we don't we think this episode takes place before the ending of Rebels. Yeah, I've that heard there that was, a lot. Yeah, I'm guessing there's a time jump in the end of Rebels. Yeah, we just weren't sure how we weren't sure how big of one it was, and I think it's bigger than we assumed. Yeah, uh, because Ahsoka looks different at the end of Rebels than she does now. So I think she finds Thrawn in this episode, goes back to get Sabine, and he's like, "All right, let's fucking get this guy. Let's go." And that's what they're setting off to deal with at the end of Rebels. With Ahsoka, the um the head tentacles is that. Yeah. Is that tentacles or is that hair? Like alien I think it's hair? Like, I think it's like part of her body. Because it's yeah, shorter in this. They did I that because uh, they said that they tried it long and it just didn't work with the stunt with the stunt work. Okay, because I haven't been able to get these horrible images out of my mind of yeah. what it's like to cut those <laughs> things. Yeah, that I would be awful. I really hoping it was like just weird alien hair yeah. or like bone or, you know, something else. But if just slicing those tentacles oh. off is really yeah. gross. But anyway. Um, yeah, and the one last thing I'll say is, you know, I say I really hope it's not in live action. I think I said this to Wade last week as well. I'll fucking, I'll fucking watch it. I mean, I, yeah. I, 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 Wars. yeah, <laughs> I, know? I always, uh. I I always bitch and groan, but I, I watched um I watched The Rise of Skywalker six times in theaters. So I'll I'll always keep going. Uh anyways, let's actually talk about the episode now. Yes, yes, uh, yes. I'm sorry, Wade. I've been dying on the inside for like 15 fucking minutes, dude. I've been like, okay, this is cool, but like I want to talk about like, you know, the shit that went down on this episode. It was awesome. So, I'm stoked. Sorry. I'm so, so excited. No, you're good. Right before we get into it, first of all, Dean, Dean I want your th- dare you have opinions on last week's episode, sir. And he watched the Rise of Skywalker six times. He can have as many opinions as he wants. He earned that shit. <laughs> no, I was talking to you. Oh, okay. I didn't earn that shit. I watched it once. Yeah, yeah. I saw it six times in theaters. I don't know why, but I did. Uh, I didn't like it. But anyways, um, Dean, before we go to break, I want to hear your thought on the episode, general thoughts on this episode, and then we'll take a break. And then when we come back, we'll dive straight into it. Um, This is probably one of the best episodes I think we've had. Um, I would imagine that this episode to a lot of people is similar to what the last episode was to a lot of those fans. Yeah. Um, Jay, you probably um this like Boba Fett, you're a soaker, right? You've been waiting for this character to come back and you know, weird analogy, but you know. Um Robert Rodriguez has always been one of my favourite directors. Everyone's been saying the whole time, Oh, it's just he's just gonna do a filler episode, it's not gonna be important, and whole shit was it the opposite. Yeah. Um he didn't go overboard with his style either, but it was definitely in there. It um, felt like his episode. It 100%. It was yeah, so different from anything we'd seen in the rest I of the think show. It's probably the probably the strongest directed episode yeah. out of it's it's going to be in the top 3. Um yeah. it's it's just got a much more cinematic yeah um look to it and it's again it's not like 
overly massive with like anything that it's doing but you can just tell that this is somebody who is very seasoned in what they're doing yeah you know i mean rob rodriguez probably made this whole thing in his basement like <laughs> he's that kind of guy i watch a lot of his special features and stuff and you know he, he really knows what he's doing you can see it all on the screen did not think it looked cheap um no. thought it looked I don't great. get that i don't get that people were like it looked fucking it looked cheap it's like it looked like it was shot on location. It didn't look like they were standing in a fucking back lot in where do they fucking shoot Burbank? Like standing on a back lot in Burbank or fucking Atlanta, like in yeah. front of a bunch of like it looked like they shot this out in the middle of the fucking we you know get, nature. Are we getting to some weird like reverse uncanny valley thing where we're so used to seeing everything be like a digital background? Yes, right. Um, that when we see a real background, yeah, it exactly. feels off. Almost off just, 60 yeah. frames a second or something. I just, I saw all that conversation uh, about like, it looks weird, it looks weird. It's like, it doesn't, they didn't shoot it on a, on a set. They didn't shoot it in front of a green screen. This is this is what it looks like when you shoot something on location. <laughs> like, it lo- I thought it looked incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And I love uh, the, um, just the general scenery of this planet as well. It's not something we've seen really that i've seen that i can think of the more mountainous yeah you know it looked cool rocky and grassy but not foresty or you know i, I yeah. liked that although i was expecting it to be a snow planet yeah and i was expecting sure something different i was expecting dreary gray maybe a little cold some fog kind of that's what we got I, last week yeah i was expecting a forested planet, lots of water. I was I, I showed some pictures to Wade of what it looked like in the old canon. Yeah. And I was expecting what it looked like in the old canon. Because it was in um, a video game. So right. I was yeah, expecting I saw, what it looked like in that. I saw an image on Twitter that somebody posted from one of the comics. Yeah, and in one of the Afro comics. It looked too um snowy and I yeah. wasn't sure if it was um if that was a canon comic or if that was an older one, I'm guessing it's a canon comic. Yeah, we'll, we'll get into that. Uh, but first, we're going to go to break. You guys are going to hear about some other Merc with Movie blog shows. And when we get back, I'm going to bitch about Tython for five minutes. Mm. Hi, everyone. This is Sarah, host of Go Get That Rose podcast, a podcast that is dedicated to talking about all things Bachelor Nation. Join Jay Wade, a man in his 40s who is recently new to all things Bachelor Nation, and myself, someone who has been watching passionately for the past three years. As we review, share our thoughts on each episode of whatever show is currently on TV, whether that is Bachelor, Bachelorette, or Bachelor in Paradise. We might not even know everyone's name, but we have fun nonetheless. You can find us on Merkwood and Movie Blog Feed wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey everybody, I'm Sean. You guys might know me on this feed from co-hosting Beyond the Screen, but now here at Movie Court the Movie Blog, we have started a brand new show exclusively for video games called Game Over Stream. So join me every week with my co-hosts. Hey, how's it going? My name's Brendan. And I'm Tyler. As we talk about everything video game related and when we, I guess, get to the Game Over screen. I don't know. I don't have a good pun for that, but the joke is that we're going to die a lot in the game. <laughs> well, you might. Hey, 
Jay Wade here to tell you about SEN Afterlife, our SEN Live After Show, where we talk about, well, whatever Christian Brett and the rest of the crew talk about and the insanity that ensues. So join us each week here on the Merc with the Movie blog feed on your podcasting platforms, as well as YouTube now on the SEN Afterlife channel. Talk to you then. All right. Uh, check out all of their shows. They're all great. And let's get into the episode. We're going to pick up right where we left off on the conversation of Tython because there's some stuff about it. Uh, that comic you're referencing, Dean, is canon. Um, it is... People are theorizing that it's the uh, it was a different like region of Tython that they were seeing. That it's like, this is the Arctic region and the region we went to in... Uh, this episode is the kind of hilly region, I guess, uh, more mountainous. Because normally the planets are just like one thing or another yeah. thing. Yeah. So, uh, it's different regions or it's just different weather patterns or something else I was thinking, is it some kind of like space global warming? Like maybe... <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> it used to be an ice planet. But then once Alderaan was blown up, it, <laughs> I'm no, I'm no astrologist, but maybe there's now debris of Alderaan in the sun, or, or and then now it's not. I don't. Maybe Alderaan was blocking the sun, and then it got blown up, and now it's a, a it's a nice holiday planet. <laughs> <laughs> the heat of Alderaan's explosion warmed, oh <laughs> warmed Tython and melted all the snow. Not ridiculous. They could be in the same system. Do we know that? I don't think so. No. That's. <laughs> but now, in my mind, that's, that's what, what happened. happened. Yeah, that's really good. I'm really, I'm really happy. I that's love awesome. it. Well, you just blow up a planet. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of damage to the ecosystems of the of the galaxy did the First Order do when they blew up five? This is exactly what I'm saying. So we're going to yeah. see a whole load of like different climates after after yeah. that. They're going to go back to Hoth after the sequels, and it's just going to be a fucking desert planet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I can't wait. <laughs> so, um, yes. So the 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 kind of the kind of ecosystem of the planet doesn't exactly line up with what we're shown, and something Fennec Shan says doesn't line up either. She says, and I'm I I'm I'm choosing to interpret what she says a, a certain way to make it make sense. But when Boba Fett is like, it's the Empire, she goes, "That's impossible. The New Republic controls the Outer Rim." Uh, Tython's not in the Outer Rim. It is at the like dead center of the galaxy with Coruscant. Um, it's in the deep core. Uh, actually, I think it's even closer to the center of the galaxy than Coruscant. Uh, so I'm choosing that as, I'm choosing to interpret that as her saying the New Republic has so much control that they even control the Outer Rims. 
Like, there's no way that the Empire would be this close to the center of the galaxy when the and there is a screen at the beginning of the episode where they're looking at a um a map where where uh Mando's looking at the map of the galaxy and there's the blinking light and then there's another light that is towards the center of the galaxy which i assume was yeah. the blinking light was them and they were going to the light at the center of the galaxy uh which would be tython another but, theory is that yeah. maybe she just doesn't know exactly what's going on where you know yeah. not everyone is yeah. fully up to date on yeah. the political landscape She's and like, their, their geography maybe she doesn't she know just... where the fuck she is <laughs> well they, they just they... showed up there he boba fett's well, just like jumping my yeah. shit we're going we're following yeah. now she doesn't know she's never been there before she's like we're still in the outer rim right and he's like she still thought yeah. was in Kansas, yeah. you know <laughs> I like that theory as well. She just didn't know where the fuck she was. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, she just doesn't follow the politics. Yeah, but yeah. So there was a couple discrepancies between canon of of the canon of Tython. Uh, it was still cool to see it. Uh, it didn't look exactly like what I expected of it, but I still liked the way it looked. Um, and also, we're looking at possible to several different ecosystems. So there might be a climate that I'm more used to for Tython, which is a more foresty, lots of water and waterfalls and rivers and shit. Uh, very tranquil area. Um, but as for the actual episode, okay, I wrote down a lot about it. Um, first of all, the first thing I want to say is the opening is maybe my favorite opening of any of the episodes so far. Just him like Grogu and he looks he goes, yeah, that's fucking right. I know his name. And then when he's like, come on, take it, take it. And fucking Grogu uses the force to take it to him. And he goes, dang, Farrakh, he's so proud. And yeah. he's almost yeah. like, like when he's saying like, oh, I got to take you to Tython. You got to go with them if they want you to. He's, he's almost like, he's talking, exactly, exactly. Yeah. He's telling himself, he's like, I can't train you. Like he's, he's not fucking telling Grogu, this he's talking. Right. I love it. I love it. He's so talking much. himself yeah. into, and when he, into it. When he said that, you know, if, if a Jedi reaches out to you, you have to agree to go with them, understand? It yeah. looked to me like he's kind of shrugged a little yeah. bit, like, well, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna do what I want. Yeah, baby Cartman. In the, in you want to learn that Jedi stuff, don't you? Yeah, <laughs> that was yeah. a great line, Jedi stuff. Yeah. Um, while we're on this scene, before we move on quickly, yes. as a parent. This is some really shitty parenting going on in this scene. <laughs> yeah. If you if you tell a kid they're not allowed to have something, <laughs> do not let do not let them have it. Because oh. otherwise, as soon as you let them have some one thing that they're told they're not allowed, they immediately would assume that now anything they've ever been told they're not allowed, they're now allowed. He's taking it off of him, saying you can't have it, then giving it back, then taking it off. Yeah. Force powers aside, they're just going to mess this kid up. <laughs> that's, that's what I wanted to say. So, yeah. and, I, and it makes sense because, yeah. you know, he's not a parent, so he is kind of just no. winging it. But yeah. I just, it, it was great. It felt real, though, you know. Yes. You know, warts and all. You know, he, he was proud. He was, you know, worried about having to give up the kid. And, you know, mm. it was it was all in there. They did a lot in that brief thing because this episode moves along yes so well there's so much yes. going on it's only 32 minutes i think yeah yeah and I'm, i really like that he 
when he goes dank ferric and he's so excited he then goes i'm not mad at you like he's, he's yeah. i oh i really i really i really enjoyed that like opening. he genuinely has feelings of yeah. affection and cares yeah. for his kid it's cool yeah. i i think it's so good i would have never expected going into the mandalorian that this is what this show was going to be and i'm so happy that it is um so we get to tython and we have the magic rock uh as as mando calls it you got to sit on the magic rock definitely not what i was expecting when we were going to tython was this weird kind of fucking stonehenge thing stonehenge yeah. thing with a rock at the center um one thing I promise I'm going to try not to talk about Ben Solo that much this episode, but the blue butterflies. Mm. Um, I don't know if you noticed that, but I immediately noticed it because I know about the blue butterflies. The blue butterflies have shown up a bunch in uh, canon recently, uh, not just to do with Ben Solo, but in a particular, there's like a, a kid's series on YouTube called uh, Star Wars Rollouts. And there's an entire three episode thing, right? It's only like 10 minutes in total, but still like of maybe even less than that, but of Ben Solo, like going on this adventure as a, like a, a baby with a bunch of blue butterflies. Um, and the blue butterflies have shown up a bunch in Canon recently. It seems to me that they represent the light side kind of, they, they showed up to Vader in his comic run at some point when he was struggling with the dark side and the light side. And the blue butterflies showed up as like a manifestation of the light side of the force. So I immediately picked out the blue butterflies because they've been showing up a lot all over Star Wars recently. And like some of the more high concept ideas of like the force and yeah. manifestations of other beings and shit so I, I immediately saw the blue blood butterflies and i was like that's deliberate and i'm curious as to what that is what that means i actually picked up on the blue butterflies but for a different reason completely okay. i took the, the, the difference from what we took away from the blue butterflies yeah. is amazing because you sit him on the rock and he's like yeah. right look out feel your destiny whatever it is yeah and, and then the kid's just like ooh, butterfly like He's just oh, a yeah. kid, man. He yeah. just wants to eat shit and hang yeah. out and sit there and play and eat yeah. shit. And it's just like, at what point are we kind of just like forcing him to, to sit on, you know, yeah, sit on this rock and like once, and it seems once he's sat on the rock, he he's locked into whatever's going on yeah. with yeah. it, with the force field. Mando tries like three Fucking times to weird. get through the yeah. force field. I don't know what he, the fuck that was. So there's no precedent for this rock thing. No. in canon we've never no, seen I've this never before. i've never seen that before that was fucking weird i don't know what i've never seen somebody reach out to somebody else in the force by putting up a blue force field and shooting a beam into the sky so i have no idea what the fuck that was that was crazy there yeah, was there's got to have been something more going on there um but you're I mean, what you're saying yeah go ahead i was gonna say i just assumed it's kind of like just like an amplifier that kind of just amplifies Maybe. his force energy that would make sense. and yeah. projects it into the into the space yeah. into sky so that you know somebody else can feel it i mean maybe they literally see the blue beam come out of the planet <laughs> imagine, imagine luke is flying to the galaxy in the millennium falcon he looks out like on the right and he's like han we gotta go that way there's just a beam of light flying through the galaxy <laughs> Jeez. yeah 
Um, you never know. But I, I, you're right. Like about the Baby Yoda thing. Um, I think that I'm, I'm like a fucking conspiracy theorist with the Force. I think the blue butterflies showing up means something on their end. But Baby Yoda definitely the the intent there was for him to be like, I don't fucking care. What are these things? I'm gonna play with them. But I, yeah. I do think that there's some significance to them. But like we're maybe we'll never fucking know what it is. Maybe it's just something Dave Filoni's sprinkling throughout Star Wars, going, This is for me. But I'll tell you who does see the blue beam, because they come in right afterwards. Yeah. yeah. And holy shit. What it you um, I mean it you didn't happen it? like I said, but yeah, we saw slave one coming in and I was like, Yes. Yep. My neighbors must have so heard awesome. me, man. Because I, I was giggling. Disbelief. I, was, I just didn't, you know, I mean, yeah. uh, we talked about it. You should assume it was going to happen, but yeah. I didn't assume it to happen now. I thought, why are they just showing up here? You know. And I'm my first thought him was, him. oh, shit, dude, he wants his armor back. Yeah. It has to be, dude. He yeah, wants of course back. he wants the armor back. But it, I don't know. The way they kind of set him up in the little bit that we saw of him in the other episode was kind of like he was just like hermit on that on Tatooine like there was no I just felt like he was just staying there just felt to me that was the vibe um so it wasn't like oh he's been like got his ship up and running he's been flying around the galaxy going all over the place this whole time like that seems like we definitely would have heard about him at some point I don't um, think he's been all over the place I think he's been on Tatooine I think that's the first time he's flown slave one since I, I think so too, yeah. Return of the Jedi, five Either years way. ago. Likely he no, was no. living, he was saved by the sand people and nursed back to health yeah. and taken in by them and has been yeah. living with them while he's been trying to get figure out how to get his armor back. But he was such a badass in this episode. How could he not get his armor back? I don't understand oh, that. They, I don't think he wanted uh, to cause a scene. Yeah, it seemed like he could have easily have taken that yeah. armor back at any point. And I wish that he had, because I love the first episode. It's definitely one of the better ones. However, after seeing this episode, I kind of wish that we didn't get the, the Boba Fett armor appearing in the first episode. Because okay. seeing it for the first time here, with Boba Fett actually wearing it, can you imagine if you didn't know that yeah you know if you didn't if you hadn't seen because we've already seen mando and boba fett yeah. basically fighting together so i just felt like a repeat or, until once they started getting into it a bit more and he starts doing all this different shit with the with the armor yeah. that we didn't see um cobb vance so, doing so he had like these knee things and these little yeah. projectile things and like yeah. wrist blasters and other stuff. So as it went on, I got over that. But I was couldn't help but think, man, how cool would it have been if we saw that for the first time this episode? That would have been cool. I love Cobb Vanth too much. To I give love him it up. as well. Yeah, you know. So and I don't uh, know how else he would have worked the story to get them. Yeah, to this point, I, but it does seem like a big glaring hole that he would have got the armor off of. Because like Cobb Vanth was a bit of you know he 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 he's he a white cop. I mean, yeah. what he's doing in this episode with that weapon. Yeah. When we oh. see the weapon, I was like, that looks like a really random, pointless thing to be carrying around. I wonder what kind of, you know. 
and apparently it's a stormtrooper like cracker opener because that awesome. Jesus, holy shit! And that one, it cuts to the one dude lying on the floor and he's just half the stormtrooper helmet. He just smashed in. His fucking fucking leg is like in the wrong direction on the ground. Like he is. Okay, uh, Wade. Yes. Am I a Boba Fett fan? No. Okay, here's here's what I want to tell you guys about this episode. Call Robert Rodriguez, get him to do eight episodes of Boba Fett right now. Like, I'm not a Boba Fett fan before this episode. Holy shit, I'm a Boba Fett fan. That, yeah, I, he was so good too. I was yeah. kind of worried about him. I'm not gonna lie, because he's good in Attack of the Clones as Jango, but also nobody in the prequels is great. <laughs> you know, no, they're all working with some some stuff. I uh, will say. Uh, so I was a little worried about him going into this episode. I was like, is he gonna be good? Is he gonna be? A, yeah. How's he gonna? How much? How much of him in in um, Attack of the Clones was him, and how much of it was George Lucas's yeah. writing and direction? And holy shit, I thought he was great in this episode. Every yeah, line. Yeah. Yeah. Right? I think, I think like the first line or two, the way he yeah. started kind of speaking, I was thinking, oh, is this gonna? But then. He, he, the way like the cadence and the way that he was yeah. speaking, he it, it was consistent throughout, yeah. so it, it, it wasn't an I, issue. But when, I thought it might have been t- at first. I was hooked on every word he said. Like when he comes out and he and he and he goes fucking I I was like I was like punching the air and I didn't realize I was gonna have this kind of reaction when he's like, I'm just a simple man in the galaxy. I'm just a simple man trying to make my way in the galaxy, like my father before me. I was like, Fuck yeah, Boba Fett. Uh, yeah, and I'll throw this up here real quick. It was just, oh, it, yes. was a, it was totally, great to see him in action, man. Yes, I totally and forgot I we had how, I mean, naturally, over the years, you're going to put on weight, right? Yeah. I love that, like, they made it realistic where it's not like, it just magically fits him. No. Uh, but I do hope that they adjust it a little bit yeah. for the for the, the next episode and on yeah. so that it does fit him properly now. Yeah. You know, get rid of the skirt that he's wearing, you know. No, actually, no, no. I actually no? did. I you love like that shit. Okay. I love that, dude. Okay. That's awesome. I think that looks dope as fuck, man. I I, I guess I, find it. I didn't really it didn't like bother me bother me, but I I want to see him I want to see him in Boba Fett gear, not in other gear with Boba Fett on top. Because that's what he right, kind of is he, in, like, but you he's know? A, he, I mean, it is a long time later, and a lot of stuff yeah. has happened. You yeah. know, time changes. Yeah. And, I mean, dude, it would – I don't know. I loved it. I loved it. I want no, it to no. stay the way it is. I, I loved it. I think it makes sense because it's he's literally in the middle of a battlefield, and he just runs in really quick, puts on the armor, and gets back to work, you know? Yeah. I want to see what he looks like when it's not putting on the armor in 10 seconds so that you can keep go fighting. You know what I mean? Like, I don't care if, like, the outfit continues to stay kind of the same. Like, we still – here, I'm going to throw up this image because you can see him a little bit better. We still have, like, for the most part, the same outfit, but just maybe a little more put together is all. Um, I like the kilt look, man. I love it. I don't want pants. I I guess I want to bring up Slave 1 because I fucking love that shit when it came came in. It looks so good, dude, Slave 1. It looks incredible. Um, So – I mean, I was waiting for that seismic charge, though. I, I got. Uh, 
we're gonna have to see it. We're gonna have to see it. I yeah, sure. we we probably will. But we've I got was, him for I'm a while. Hoping. Yeah, I mean, we kind of like we're we're mm. basically an ensemble show for the next two episodes, right? Because yeah, around. and I love her coming back. Yeah, that's and, the only thing I'm a little like when they're like, "We need a prisoner." I'm like, "All right, who are we get? Who's it gonna be?" And they're like, "Mayfield." And I went, "Oh, okay, I get." I'm like, "You know what? Boba Fett's here. Fennec Sean is back. I don't care, man. Bill Burr yeah, can't ruin it for me." But I don't mind that we got he's teaming up with Bill Burr, but the it's like really you've got you just seen what Boba Fett's done. You know, Ming mm-hmm. Wen is no. Can't remember the character's name, but Ming Nguyen is no slouch. Yeah, no. Fennec Shan kicks some fucking ass in this episode. We're about. We just got messed up by a star destroyer. I know it's not. Is it a star destroyer? It's basically a star destroyer. I think it's a. I can't remember what the name like of it is, but it's a different cruiser ship. thing, yeah. right? Yeah. So we just got blown up by an imperial cruiser. Now we've got to go into the belly of the beast of the remnants of the Empire to rescue a force-sensitive child from a lunatic with death troopers and a dark saber. And really, Bill Burr's the thing that's going to turn the tide your way. <laughs> well, he said that they he needs his expertise to track down the yeah. ship. So I, I mean, it. there is a reason, and he was a sharpshooter. So I mean, yeah. he does have value uh, yeah. aside from needing him to track the ship. I mean, he is an asset, dude. He was a bad motherfucker. Yeah. No, in that I'm not saying it. he's not. Uh, you know, when you've got Boba Fett and Mando, and Bear in mind, he's now friends with Ahsoka. you got to assume that, are we going to get with no. Ahsoka in for this I, hope, I don't think so. I don't think I we're going to see Ahsoka again until her own show. I have a really? theory. Yeah. You don't think uh, if they're going to get the kid back that you would yeah. want Ahsoka to help you out? I, I don't, even if they wanted to, I don't think they can find her. Dude, she's, no, I think she's, she's gone. trying to find Thrawn, dude. Yeah. She has a mission right mm-hmm. now. And and it's not it's it's nothing personal against anybody else, but like she is on a mission, just like the Mando is on a mission, and he can help out other people here or there, but he can't just abandon his mission yeah. to to take up a new one. I think Ahsoka's in the same spot, and and that was kind of a crossover there where they both have an end goal, and they yeah. needed each other's help. And I just think I think that was it from her. They've got uh, to address it, though, right? Before, before we get too that. far, before we get too far into what's coming next, I want to stay on this episode a little bit longer. Sorry, there, yeah, because I have something. Big there's there. other, there's other stuff I want to talk about. First of all, the action yeah, sequences, I think, is the best action action in like Star Wars. The best shootouts. I love the idea of the entire fight. Is it's such a simple fight, but it's so there's so much to it. It's just the stormtroopers are trying to get up a hill and they're trying to keep them from getting up the hill. That is like, and this is what makes Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, and, and this is what makes Robert Rodriguez such a fucking good director. It's not a big, like we're going to go here and then we're going to go there and we're going to be going this way. And we're going to be going all over. The- it is a hill that one side is trying to get up and one side is trying to keep them from getting up. And it is the most intense and most engaging action we've seen in yeah. star Wars in a long time. Yeah, he makes it more visually interesting yeah. than you think it would be, but at the same time, it's not like you know. No, it's not a super complicated fight. He's it's, not, yeah, you you keep track of yeah. who's going up and who's going yeah. down and everything like that. But there's still a lot of flair in there. He he's so good. He is so good. One um, of my yeah. Go ahead. The, the um, 
one shot that I like of Mingna when, again, I forget the name already, where she jumps, she does the El Moriarty move, she jumps over backwards, turns yes, around. Yes, I, I was just about to bring that yeah. shot up. I love it and so the, much. And the boulder pushing, yes. kicking that. And she didn't just push it down. It took, you yeah. know, a lot of yeah. struggle and stuff. Um, and and um, just on her as well, the bionic yeah. belly. Yeah, that was cool. I like that. I, I guess I love when she does the fucking jump off backwards and then she lands. She does like a backwards roll and then shoots like six dudes. Like yeah. just fucking spinning around unloading into people. It's so, so cool. Uh, I love that we saw a Stormtrooper with orange on his armor. It was such a little thing, but I, I love in Clone Wars. Like mortar, whenever, right? Yeah, he was like a mortar dude. Whenever they like... They show like, okay, this storm, this this trooper has a little bit of color on them that indicates something. So I, yeah, I, I really was like, I was like, oh shit, cool, this guy's got yeah. a little bit of orange on him. Um, and I'm a fan of the uh, what's the other dude with the brown shoulder? Yeah, the, the kind of like captain or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I like. He's like, flanker, but sir, flanker stands up, boom. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love and just the way they were talking to each other with the, yeah. the stormtroopers. Like, called, one of them called the other one an idiot. Yeah. Um, the voices were just straight out of A New Hope. Yeah. On this, but it didn't feel, you know, derivative. No. It, it just felt like, you know, that's that's what they're like. They they are just like grunts. Yeah. I love the the one dude that has to jump to make it onto the shuttle as they're leaving. Yeah. And he's like. <laughs> <laughs> he's like wait don't leave me don't leave yeah. me with them and they're like dude we're getting the fuck out of here you better make it like we're not waiting didn't end up mattering anyway <laughs> but that was that was another thing when he did that what I really like is nice aim I was aiming for the other one like, I know that was which he bad, was, yeah, yeah, like, he, super perfect. yeah yeah exactly it's not like because we see him do he's a badass but it's yeah. not like he's completely perfect Right, uh, which speaks to the way that the like we said how the costume looked kind of yeah, emphasizes yeah. that about him as well. You know, he's a little bit out of touch, he's a little bit out of shape, but him yeah. out of touch and out of shape is still better than most people at their best. Uh oh, uh -oh. baby gogurt. Sarah is in the chat. Baby gogurt. I love baby gogurt. In the UK, it's baby gogurt. Just saying. Baby gogurt. Um, we say yogurt, not yogurt. I want to talk about Django Fett for a second. Because we got to that motherfucker, he's awesome. It was well, cool I, hearing him talk about him and everything. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and I, I really like the confirmation. Boba Fett is technically a Mandalorian. Yes, he uh, is. Django like, was a Django was a foundling. And what I really like yeah. what he really what I really like to say say I, I got the impression, now I, this is me, like, my mind running. It's not, like, stated in the episode. But my thought now is that the reason that Django asked for an, un, like, a completely, like, a normal clone that doesn't have the accelerated aging was to continue the lot, like, his clan. Right. Because it, it seems to me that his clan is probably gone. If he was working by himself in Attack of the Clones, and they said he fought in the Mandalorian Civil Wars... It, yeah. I got the feeling his clan has probably been wiped out, and that was his way of like continuing the future of his clan was through Boba, right. and I, I like that. Can they reproduce the clones? Is that addressed? I'm sure they can. I don't see why they wouldn't be able to. Make make some babies in the Sarlacc pit, maybe. You know, you might have a little hey. family there. 
Like, you um, think there was? You think he has like a wife in the Sarlacc pit? Like no, while they the were waiting the there? <laughs> no. You know, like you know, like how Donkey in, in the Dragon in Shrek. No. <laughs> <laughs> he was in there a long time, man. They got to know each other. Oh my gosh! He was oh, inside man. her. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um. Also, the, the markings on his head, was that like, is that scarring from the acid in the stomach? That's what I assume. It must be. He looks so cool. badass, man. He looks so yeah. fucking cool. Yeah, um, love it. Um, Wade, you've been sitting on the truth about Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. The title of this episode was The Tragedy. So yes. obviously you would think, you know, something tragic is going to happen. Yes. Now, what I think the tragedy is, I don't think very many people have thought of, um, but it, this goes, uh, it, it, and I'm going to reference the final scene of the episode here. Um, first and foremost, when we see Baby Yoda throwing the stormtroopers around and beating them <sighs> with the force, he was enjoying that. He yeah. That was fun for him, okay? Yeah. So here it is. The tragedy uh, that the, the title referred to was seeing that, that, in my opinion, and and I can't really back it up right now. This is just a thought that I have. Um, the real tragedy is finding out that Baby Yoda was most likely trained by Palpatine in the ways of the dark side. Moff Gus, now he said something here. He said, <laughs> you completely <laughs> lost don't, us. Don't fucking interrupt me, young man. <laughs> At the same moment, you completely lost Dean and I. It was fucking hilarious. You're like, he was trained by Palpatine, and Dean and I go, we wait, we were on you. What? <laughs> no, continue. Go on. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Are you done? Yeah, go. Son of a bitch. <laughs> he was most likely trained by Palpatine. That's why we've never heard of him before. That's why, you know, when, when we think of all the Jedi that were there being executed, how did he get away? Uh, Moff Gus had something. He said, you're getting good at that. That to me means that he obviously he obviously had seen him do that before or at least something similar to that. He has seen baby uh, Gogurt use the force before. Um, he, he knew that he got tired. He didn't do like a taunting like I just found out. And, no. you know, you get tired from that, don't you? You get sleepy, don't you? It was, Dude, I loved it was him. a statement you get sleepy. Um, okay. Then, then um, so he had obviously known that baby Yoda had used the force before and, and all of this. And so, and we've seen dark tendencies in baby Yoda from the beginning. So that's my theory there. But then there's a, there's a split side to this. Um, this is going to end up being another story of a father and son with one being told, pulled toward the dark and the other trying to pull them back to the light. This is going to end up being baby Gogurt uh, uh, in his descent into the dark side with the Mandalorian trying desperately to pull him back. Um, I agree. That, that's it, man. That's it. And and I will just say real quick that I think that uh, baby Yoda or uh, baby Yoda, Boba Fett will stay with the Mandalorian through next season. And then I, I do think that, that Luke will show up to help them get Baby Yoda, um, but I, I don't think that they'll be successful. So well, I think we get a Luke, or we we got to get we've got to address the um, 
the rock and the signal was sent, right? Whatever yes. it means. So yes. you've got to assume that the last thing we see in in the whole this season season is yep. going to be a ship landing on that planet or or a, a, a shadowy figure coming up to the rock, and it's going to have the hand or something. I don't think so. Here's my theory. Well, maybe, but that, that's probably more likely than my theory. First of all, wait, I think you're 100% right. Baby Yoda's falling to the dark side. I'm going to bring up some more evidence. Yeah, I don't know if anybody's... Tragedy. I don't it's know that... I don't know if every, anybody's picked up... I, I know people online have picked up on it. I don't know if you guys have picked up on this, but it was something that I listened... I was listening to it, and I realized this, and then I went back. Uh, have, have you guys noticed that Baby Yoda's theme is almost identical to Ben Solo's? Uh, no, I've not. And I noticed it when he's throwing the stormtroopers around because it sounded more like Kylo Ren's. It was like more intense than it has been in the past. It's like it's it's a higher version and it's a lighter version of the theme. It's closer to uh, Ben's theme in the Rise of Skywalker, which you only hear like two or three times. But. Yeah. It's 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 very close. And I kind of think they're going to do the opposite of what they did with Kylo Ren, which was <clears throat> we spent the two movies hearing dun, 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 dun. Like, and then in Rise of Skywalker, when he was running down, we heard like a light version of it. You know, the, the good guy Ben Solo version of the Kylo Ren theme, pretty much. I think we're going to hear eventually the dark side version of Baby Yoda's theme, of Baby yeah. Gogurt. Uh, I don't think that we're going to see a ship well we might we might see a ship land and like go up to the rock but what i'm hoping happens be an X-wing, all right? maybe but well i'm i actually i'm hoping if for somebody luke. else if, if it, it was luke, luke yes it would be the it, presumably it would be the yeah. x-wing has yeah. he got d2 with him at that time i don't know but here's what i think is going to happen right or here's what i'm hoping is going to happen first of all we're not getting baby yoda back this season I think I don't think he's coming back. I think they're going to try to get him back, and they're going to fail. And I think the last part of the episode is going to be a Jedi coming up to the Mandalorian and being like, "You're I've been following you. I know, like I know about the kid. Let's get to work." Like I I think, and I, my hope, I don't think my hope is that it's Cal Kestis from Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, the video game that came Ooh, out last that year. Be really cool. He's uh, a good actor, man. I like him a lot. Yes. It wouldn't be my top choice, but the idea of a video game character, yeah. and I haven't played the game, but just the yeah. idea of that kind of cross-media yeah. thing, because it's already been mind-blowing to people, like, oh, Ahsoka live-action, yeah. you know, from the animated series. We've got Cobb Van from the books. Yeah. So this would be, like, the trifecta. Yeah. I think... I Cameron Monaghan's a fucking fantastic actor. You don't need to yeah. recast that role. You Because he's the dude who played him in the game. Yeah, he yeah, played he him in the game. Yeah. Dude, he is so, so good. He's a fantastic actor. You, you just call him. You say, hey, man, you want to play the character in live action? He'll go, fuck yes, I do. And yeah. you get him on set, and it'll be perfect. I don't think it's going to be Ahsoka, because I think Ahsoka's got bigger shit to deal with. I don't think it's going to be Luke, because I don't think they're going to recast Mark Hamill. Um, you don't maybe, think they're going to do the Sebastian Stan thing? Not yet. Maybe, 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 maybe down the line. Uh, and maybe they'll surprise me. I don't think they're going to recast Mark Hamill. I think that's a bigger deal than recasting Ashley Eckstein as Ahsoka. Um, I think the Jedi that makes the most sense to show up to me would be Cal Kestis, where it's an actor that you can just grab that played the character before, right? He's a fantastic actor. Yeah. yeah. 
you don't need to recast him. You don't, you know, you don't need to explain away his appearance for some reason. Like I saw people that was like, it's going to be Mace Windu. And I'm like, what the f- no, fucking no. <laughs> let him be dead. Uh, I don't so think I, he's dead, but this is not the way to reintroduce him. Yeah. I'm I don't hoping. Like the idea of bringing Mace Windu back, but yeah, not in this. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm, with you. That, that would be great. What I wouldn't saying. mind seeing it, but I'm hoping it's Cal Kestis. Um, yeah. Maybe not. Maybe it'll be Luke. Uh, it's probably a good chance that it's Luke because it's a big character. But uh, I think Cal Kestis really stole a lot of people's hearts with the move with the uh, with the game. I think people really loved that game. People really loved the character. Uh, it seems like they're doing another game. It seems like he's a character that's going to be around in the Star Wars canon. So I think that would be a great. Where a great does the game take place? Is that during? Is that pre? It, pre. Um, original trilogy. Three and New Hope. In between right. three and four. Uh, when does he was oh. a little bit older? Yeah, he. But not noticeably, really. Um, I mean, Fallen Order. <laughs> it doesn't really matter at this point. Yeah, so it would it would be it would be a significant because he's he. They say that it was five years after. Um, Return. Yeah. Uh, well, well, they say that uh, Fallen Order was five years after Revenge of the Sith, but also in the game, he's like, how old is he? Probably a, early twenties. No, he's not even twenty yet. Because when oh, see, okay, yeah, when when the betray when Order sixty six happens, he's like, like uh, twelve at the most. Like he's oh, yeah. young he'd when like Order in his mid thirties. He'd be yeah. about the yeah. age he is now. Yeah, uh, which yeah. Cameron Monaghan, he is probably like 27. Like yeah, yeah. Tw- 27. Oh, still, he could pull yeah. off somebody yeah. in their mid 30s. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think so. Always weird anyway. Grow, so, yeah. grow a beard on him, like fucking to show that time has passed. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I <laughs> I think it would work perfectly. My hope is Cal Kestis. I, I don't, you know, I don't know if that's just me being like, I'm a Star Wars nerd who plays the fucking video games and I want to see them in live action or if it's like actually a possibility but um yeah that's my hope is Cal Kestis I mean um, oh, does um does Goga ever leave this show and this character or or is he staying with because I'm finding yeah, it harder I, to imagine the show oh. without him but there is some cool oh. and it would be it would feel very derivative if we like span off another show and then you no, I don't maybe think so. just goes off with that character now. But no. this character dealing with. No. But now that what you're saying with um Kyle Kestis, yeah. how cool would it be if Baby Yoda went off with Kyle Kestis and then in the next game you've got Baby Yoda with you? <laughs> oh, that'd be so cool! If you had him on your fucking back in like a backpack, oh. You you guys are too optimistic, man. I'm telling you, dude, he was, I honestly think that, that he was, because we know that Palpatine liked to steal force sensitive babies and children. He liked, he liked to fuck up relationships. Baby Gogurt was being trained by Palpatine and, and that to be like a future apprentice. And I don't think it's one it's not going to end good for, for Gogurt. He's going to go to the dark side. It's not going to end good. Um, Mando's not getting him back. Like we, are, I think that that the days of seeing Mando and Gogurt together, like we have so far, I think they're over. Yeah, 
Anything I think we for do- now, I think he's going to turn back. I think he'll, he'll I, I do think he's going to fall to the dark side. I do think that's the story Dave Filoni is going to tell. I think that's why he's here. First of all, I think that's why he's been here since the beginning of season one is because they were going to tell a story of a father losing their son to the dark side and having to bring them back because that's a very George Lucas story. And I think that's why they brought in Dave Filoni because he is the apprentice of George Lucas. Is it not too similar? Like everything's got to be about, you know, bringing somebody back. I'm hoping they fix it. (laughs) They fucking end it well this time. And he brings him back. I mean, yeah, they could do it well in in the paper. That's what Star Wars is kind of about though. Yeah. Yeah. And I think when you have Dave Filoni on, you're when you have Dave Filoni involved, you're not going to do new Star Wars. If you get what I'm saying. You're not going to really change up the status quo of what Star Wars is because that's not his thing. Yeah. You know, that's Maybe not what he's in the business of doing. Um, yeah. Maybe so, after the last trilogy, maybe they want to kind of get back to just that basic. Well, you know, I mean, theme of Star I would Wars. say that's still that's the story of the last trilogy or part of the story is of Kylo Ren and Han. Oh, it's a dark. It's a dark. It doesn't have a happy ending life. to it. See, but, man, I, I'm I'm still seeing I'm still seeing Baby Yoda is not turning back to the light. No, I think uh, he's going Mando to. is not getting him back, and I'm looking into the future, like even like say five, six years or whatever, doing another movie or a series of where it's past the time of the L- Rise of the Last Skywalker and Baby Ray Skywalker Yoda, has like to fight said, Baby Yoda by Palpatine and is try- taking up this mantle and is the new the new powerful Sith that I, is going to take over. I uh, am not on board right. with you on that. Um, I, I, I'm asking which, you to be yeah, on board. No, I know, I know, I, I know, man. I know. <laughs> I'll run you over <laughs> with you on the gas, dude. I don't care if you jump on board or not. I don't hate the idea because obviously he ages differently so it could you know and by the time you got because if they ever do another trilogy with Daisy Ridley that's going to be 30 years like with the original like with the original trilogy to you know this stuff Um, and I think eventually that will happen and to then have this big bad who's like in the background some weird creepy green dark Sith Lord who we all have seen that journey already would definitely be a new element. Obviously, with Palpatine, we we met him as the big bad Sith Lord, and then we went yeah. back. Or, so flipping it that way is cool. The only issue I've got is I don't think Palpatine's ever seen this kid before, because it's if he was in the Jedi Temple before Order sixty six, but nobody knew Palpatine who who he was at that point. So I don't think it adds necessarily. I I would be I would be okay if they did okay if they did another movie. With Daisy Ridley and uh, Pedro Pascal as the Mandalorian. If this goes into the movies, he's got to follow with. Because I think he needs to... Wherever Baby Yoda goes in the story, the Mandalorian needs to be kind of not far behind. Um, I'd be cool with seeing Baby Yoda as the antagonist of like a movie or a couple movies. I don't want him to have been trained by Palpatine. Only because... I'm fucking done with that old dude. I don't even want to. It would it would just be another connection to Palpatine, 
and I'm so Good sick God. of the connections to Palpatine. Are you, like, you saying that you don't want any more Sith clones, dark magic? Already <laughs> connected to Palpatine because they are looking for him to get his metachlorians well, in order to successfully reclone or clone. I, I still Palpatine. don't. So he's already connected to Palpatine, and the clones, I don't, I don't agree clones with that. of Snoke that we saw uh, earlier, the, or failed or not, but those clones of Snoke we saw a couple eps ago. That's proof right there, and that they're already connected. I still don't think they want him to clone Palpatine. I still don't think those were clones of Snoke. I think they were something different. They were close. Oh, they I might look, be. I, uh, so I, I think though. I still think those are them trying to give somebody without the Force the power of the Force. Um, and it's doing something change. fucking weird. I know it's weird, but I, I I'm not sold on it completely yet. Uh, yeah. I I don't Unless- think. Th- I don't think these are Palpatine's guys. I think these are the beginning of the First Order. Uh, that lander that came down, I mean, that was a fucking First Order lander, pretty much. Yeah, that came down and... Like, yeah. yeah. Um, I In think the first first looks looks more updated I... and, and yeah. looks nicer, yeah. I should yeah. say, than when the... When coming or... down, the first thing I thought of was the... Um, was the Force Awakens trailer. Yep. That's one of the first shots we had with yeah. the um, Stormtroopers coming off of the um, Macario. Yeah. And that was one of the coolest shots. So, so yeah, I see that connection. I think we're seeing the beginning of the First Order. And as far as everything that's been explained in canon so far, the First Order was c- controlled by Palpatine via proxy of Snoke. Uh, the First Order was formed by the remnants of the Empire. And then Snoke showed up and was like, hey what it do what it be i'm in charge now and they were like sure whatever you're a force user you can be in charge of us so the way i kind of see it is the first order was disconnected from palpatine and palpatine just sent snoke there to be like his kind of pawn so that he wasn't directly controlling it but he was kind of controlling it uh i think this was the plan this was the contingency plan if he were to ever die it was already set up that they were going to re to to clone him in order to bring him, I think this was all, this was all a part of the plan was to, and that was his way uh, uh, to, I just, I think that, I think yeah. it was all a part of the plan, dude. I think it's possible. I think it's possible. It's not out of the question. It's not the most insane thing I've ever heard. Uh, the most insane thing I've ever heard is that Ray would be related to Palpatine. Um, but. <laughs> uh, kind of. But. Just from everything I, I've I've absorbed of the canon, to me the understanding is that Exegol and all of that existed way before anything that's happening now. Vader had a wayfinder to go there, so Exegol and the Sith Eternal were established when Vader was still alive. From the novelization of the Rise of Skywalker, it seems like Palpatine goes down the shaft, opens his eyes, and he is on Exegol in the clone body. So, so that's what I'm saying. It was uh, I, it was all a plan. He, it was it wasn't like he was killed and then a bunch of people were like, "Well, we need to figure out a way to get him back." Or it wasn't like they didn't know what was going on and then all of a sudden Snoke showed. I think like the higher ups they knew that this was the plan. If Snoke were possible. to die, or not Snoke, but Palpatine Pal- were to die, then this would end up happening, and that Snoke was a part of the plan. But they hadn't successfully figured out how to clone. 
how to clone Palpatine because they can clone him, but I don't. I think the issue is they don't know how to clone the Force. They can clone Palpatine yeah. physically, but yeah. they can't figure out how to how to clone uh, the Force in him. So that's why there's so many failed versions of it and all this shit, and that's why there's there's all this experimentation of cloning with it all. I think it's on the table. I don't think it's the craziest thing I've ever heard. I think it's definitely a possibility. Again, uh, I'm kind of fucking done with Palpatine. It would like, explain the stars going over the heads because if they like trying to like mix and match and find like, oh, okay, we maybe, need this body with this blood and this brain, you know, Frank and forth. Um, I think we're going to find out though. You think, um, you think we're going to see Baby Yoda use a lightsaber? I hope because not, they, man. They set it up. They, he tried to grab it. They he set it did. up, and, and he says, "Not you're not ready for that yet," or He's something so to that effect. It would, I, in my head, it would look absurd, but yeah, I kind of, so, I don't know. I don't, they, they, it's not like they were setting that up. Filoni might. Yeah, no, go ahead. I was going to say it, it, the way that they kind of did that moment. It seemed like the kind it to line up with the way that they've set things up in the past like with the yeah. ball it just yeah i don't yeah. know it's not what i would do i in my head it looks yeah. ridiculous but yeah. you know yeah. there's a way i mean I maybe agree. yoda does the whole um kylo ren calls the saber over and it cuts through gideon oh that'd be fucking cool i um, i think you guys are reading too much into it i think it was nothing more than again Gideon is very familiar and has seen Baby Yoda use the Force in dark ways like that. I think just Gideon is aware of what's going on, knew that Palpatine was training him. But either way with that, I think Gideon just knows that he's been trained in the dark ways, but he wasn't yet to the point of a lightsaber. I think it was nothing more than taunting a kid. Like, hey, you want a piece of candy? I know you want <laughs> I loved him. He was so I good. Think that was all it was. I don't think there was anything more to it. He, um, the way that he's talking to, um, I need to get into the habit of using the name. The way he's talking to Grogu is like, like he's doing a better job of parenting him almost in those few oh. moments than than Mando's doing. It's like, like you're so saying, Jay. He's obviously got seems like he's got some pre-established bonds he's with him. But then as soon as the as soon as he knocks the kid out, he's like, shackle it. Like yeah. he just turned on it like that. He he was like all warmth and smiley father figure trying to like, you know, get what he wanted out of it, and they just like shackle it. I don't know. I don't know if that was I don't know if that was warm and father figure. I saw that as fucking I just think he was watching the him. shit out of him. Yeah. Yeah, like I loved it. Like I we thought, got you now. You know, we yeah. got you. What the fuck? I don't are think you he's do actually that? a warm father figure. I think he was no. pretending to to keep you know to maybe he, he I, needs to establish a connection with the kid to help train it. Which is what we've set yeah. up with Bando. You need to have that connection. I don't think to be want, to they him. don't want to train him though. I don't think. I think they. I'm still sticking with. I think they just want him in order to use his metachlorians to try to successfully uh, clone Palpatine. I just. I don't. I don't think that they want him for anything more than that. But surely the more you train him and the more powerful he gets, the better the sample you can get from him. Eh, I'm not I sure. That matters. I don't because think that's how the levels are going to be the same. 
Because yeah. Anakin had off the charts, had higher metachlorian levels than anyone, but he didn't really even know he had the force. I mean, yeah. he knew there was something weird going on. <laughs> He was but also you know, space Jesus. Didn't know how to use the force. If he's more in touch with the force, then maybe I don't know. It's like more potent in the blood, and that's and maybe that's not how maybe, I interpret. I don't think so, but I'm just yeah. you know maybe, just trying maybe. to figure out what their plan is. Uh, it could be anything. Fuck. I think we're gonna find out. Uh, I guess there's a couple more things I wanted to say about the episode. Uh, first of all, yeah. Muff Gus, holy fuck, so 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 good. So, yes, so good. Um, I loved his performance in this episode. I can't wait for more. Uh, I almost I can't started... believe that I've got you calling him Moth Gus now. I don't I, even know if you realized it, but I, you called him Moth Gus. I realized it when I was watching the episode the second time. I was like, yeah, go Moth Gus. I was like, fuck. <laughs> um, well, all right. I, I almost cried when uh, Mando picked up the ball from the ruins oh, of the yeah, Ravens' crest. And I also Would almost cried. Was he not a bit taken aback that he found it so easily? Like the whole I shit think he was blown up, and he was just my, like, "There it is." In what my is head, that? he's been too. <laughs> in my head, he's been looking for that thing for twenty minutes. <laughs> like for the fucking Fennec Shan and and uh, Boba Fett have just been standing off in the background. Like, okay. Dude, yeah, let's yeah. go, man. It's a hole. Yeah, yeah, yeah dude. Uh, that was sad, though. We didn't talk about that. That was fucked up that they blew up the Razor Crest. I was just about to say that. I was fucking heartbroken. I was yeah. shocked. I do we, do we get it back at the end of the season, or do we get a new ship? No. no? I mean, I don't think... I think that uh, it's not the same ship, so I don't think there's no. an emotional attachment to that kind, to that... Yeah. That specific model, I yeah. think it was just that ship. So, like, I mean, hell, if he can, if he can upgrade, I'm sure he'll upgrade. Yeah, I mean, we're, he's going to be traveling around on the Slave One for the remainder of the season. You know, yeah. that'll be like their hub. Maybe something happens and he ends up taking over the Slave One. Boba passes it on, or something happens to Boba. Oh, he they're not going to kill Boba. And Mando ends up taking Slave One. They can't they, kill they Boba because I need eight episodes of Robert Rodriguez directing a Boba Fett. Yeah, but right? how would that go? I, I would like Boba also, but real quick, man, how would that go over though with him? Uh, me personally, I would rather see a young Boba in his prime. Oh, I don't know. Because man. now I don't understand. I don't understand how a current Boba would even work. To be honest, here's here's my pitch for you. Okay, Boba Fett, Fennec Shan. Whoever you want to throw in, a team of bounty hunters, maybe throw in fucking Mayfield. We'll free him at the end of the once he's done helping. He'll join the crew. Yeah. We get fucking Bill Burr in there. We just get a crew of like three or four Mandalorians, or not Mandalorians, uh, bounty hunters. And we just, he's back, dude. Boba Fett's back. The galaxy will fucking okay, hear his name. That. I could see that. And he's got his posse with him. They're on Slave One going around fucking shit up. Yeah. Eight Which episodes. Robert oh, it's a movie, apparently. Like, apparently, there, there was a planned for yeah they were gonna you know, do like Josh a bounty hunter yeah um um boba fett and a, yeah. like a little crew and we've not really had that like no you know I, like, i'm telling you man eight episodes every single one of them directed by robert rodriguez like we're getting with obi-wan that's all being done by uh um deborah deborah chan deborah deborah chan um wouldn't mind that as much I, as i love rodriguez yeah. i know mangold was attached to boba fett for a little while as well I didn't know that as well. And um, the way that we see um, Boba Fett in action in this movie was very Wolverine-like. 
Um, the way that he's taking down stormtroopers. I think you already had him do this episode. Fucking get him to do eight. I don't yeah. see why you don't. Or get him and Mangold to do eight. Four and four. I mean, you know, who knows? But I, I just, I want to see that. I want to see that show. And again, before today, when I watched that episode, I was not a Boba Fett fan. Now I want eight episodes of that shit. So they did a good job. You um, while we were on um, Boba and Rick, what's her name? Jesus. Fennec Shan. Fennec. Fennec. Right. You, I was. You, what did you feel about how, like, they've only just. I mean, she's met him once before. They don't really know him, you know, and they're just like, yep, yeah, that's it. We're, we're, we're committed now. I think like, uh, he saved like, your life. They've got their own code of honor, you know, so it's not necessarily Mandalorian, but what, and we don't know what those two have been through, but they just were like, yep, yeah, we're going to go in, we're going to walk into hell with you now. Like, I love that. Oh, fuck. That's why I was so cool with this version of Boba Fett. Cause he wasn't just a badass stone cold killer. He had fucking standards. He has morals. He's yeah. like, Hey, we made a deal. I'm going to fucking help you. And I yeah. love that. He's it's a likable character. Yeah. I think he, ju- I think they jumped in bed with Mando a bit too easily, but I- I'm thinking. I'm okay it. with it. Yeah. I, yeah, I-, I like I'm okay with it too. I like it. he's a man of his word. It makes him likable. Cause that was always my worry about man like Boba Fett coming back is that you'd work so hard to make him a badass stone cold killer that you'd be like, I don't fucking like this dick. You know, yeah, like he's hard to keep him around because you'd just be out to backstab everyone. You wouldn't yeah. be able to get anywhere with a story. Yeah, you're like, I don't I don't want to watch this dude, he's an asshole. So I, I really like that he's like, I gave you my word. And I'm yep. gonna fucking keep my word. And I really, I really like him. So I'm really Great. excited. But we've been going for an hour and a half. We have two episodes left uh, in the series, so we still got plenty of time to talk. But yeah. for now, I want to hear from both of you, Dean. First of all, I need to get from you. Where would you rank last episode uh, for for this season? Um, last last episode, um, definitely below this one. Um, I'd probably last episode probably like third so, favorite before. So after the ice planet episode, but before the first one. I don't know, man. I mean, it's cool to see Ahsoka and stuff. But I don't have that attachment. I really like that um, spider episode. Um, yeah, because right now you've got your least favorite was the Bo-Katan episode. Then it was uh, the first episode. Then the ice planet episode. And then, oh wait, no, sorry. Your favorite was the Bo-Katan one. Then yeah. it was Ice Planet. Then it was fucking the first episode. And then it was your least favorite was the the Siege. Right. Yeah. So the, this one goes straight to the top. Yeah. Okay. Um. And then last episode. <sighs> underneath the um. Underneath the siege, well, the no, siege? but I oh, like. So. No, I like the, but I still like the Spider Planet more. The spider, right? Um, Spider Island, whatever. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I'd go. Yeah, pull it underneath the. Um, yeah, I prefer the spiders to to a Sokatano. I'm sorry, I do. I just really okay. like that. It's so much better directed that episode. Hey, fair um, enough. 
And All before right. uh, I've got one last thing before yes. we move on, or before we wrap up, because there's one thing that really bugged the shit out of me about this episode. It wasn't the episode, okay. but it was the thumbnail. Right? Yeah. Because the yeah. thumbnail oh. is, is Mando with Gina Carano. So yeah, when right. I'm going into the episode, I'm thinking, okay, this is gonna be like a like what a we call like a, like a filler side episode. Yeah. Then as soon as we start the episode, we're not on that planet. We're yeah. on Typhon. So yeah. straight away, based on the fact of I knew we were on Typhon. And I knew that Gina Carano was in the episode. I put two and two together, and I knew that they were going to get Baby Yoda at oh. the end of the episode. I knew, I knew that as was... soon as soon as it popped up with the tragedy, I went, "Oh no!" Because I, I, yeah, I, no. I didn't see the name of the episode. I I, oh. um, I missed. I, I must have just. I yeah, probably looked away. Looking, yeah. looked away or whatever. But between the thumbnail and the first five seconds of the episode, I was like, "Okay, they're capturing the kid." I just knew, and I just thought yeah. of all the frames in that episode to use as a thumbnail, that was just the weirdest one. I kind of liked it because it made me go into it thinking it was going to be a filler episode, and I was pleasantly surprised Yeah, that that's wasn't. fine, and that's cool, but also the whole Gina Carano yeah. thing, like, you didn't need to have her in the thumbnail. I mean, I'm, yeah. not, I'm not getting into that either side of yeah, that argument just, or whatever, but, you know. It was a little spoilery. There was a lot of people on Twitter as well who I saw it a, a few times. People were like, oh, Gina Carano again. Ugh. Um, so, yeah, it, it didn't need to be there. But anyway, that was it. I just wanted to get that off my chest. <laughs> no problem. Wade, where would you put this episode? Uh, number one. Okay. Of, cool. of not only this season, yeah. but of all the episodes from first two seasons, this is number one. All right. And I've got mine at number one as well. Uh, so, Dean, why don't you tell the people where they can find you? Dean Lewis 2099 on Twitter and real DL at Instagram on Instagram at Instagram on Instagram. <laughs> Wade. Uh, y'all can find me on the Twitter at jwade1134. That is the letter J W A D E one one three four. I got some other shows going on in the in my bio, um, as well as check out the Jcast Network. That is the Jcast Network uh, on the YouTube and the Twitter. Uh, follow both of those. Got a new Schmodown show coming up soon. Yeah, boy. Awesome, awesome, awesome. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sean underscore AFK. All the podcasts I do are in my bio. You guys can follow this show and others on the Merc of the Movie Blog podcast. Features can be located on Anchor, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, Radio Public, Breaker, Overcast, and some of them get uploaded on YouTube. Uh, SEN After Live has its own YouTube channel. You guys can also follow Merc with the Movie Blog on Twitter at Movie Blog Merc. This episode is every Friday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern, and we will see you guys next week. <laughs>